Thanks to Indeed for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on your shortlist of qualified candidates using an online dashboard. Get started today at Indeed.com slash DreamJob. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So I don't know how many of you have been checking out my Instagram, but I have just been having so much fun going live and I just, I just started to do it and now I can't stop. Um, yesterday I went live and I was singing 80s TV show theme songs and I realized I'm going to be going live a lot more. So go ahead and get a copy of my book if you haven't yet, because starting in March every week, I'm going to go live at the same day and time every week and I'll be there for an hour to talk about a chapter of the book, to answer questions, to sing a request of a song, and uh, we'll have a great time. So if you get the book, you can go along through the chapters with me, and it would just be fun, and I think that you will enjoy the book anyway. I've also just been posting a lot on Instagram, and the other day I posted, when you learn how much you're worth, you'll stop giving people discounts. And I think it's really true for me. I feel like the biggest thing I've learned over the years is how often in my life I would set myself on fire to make someone else comfortable. And I think one of the most crucial parts of my growth was learning to to stop giving people discounts on how they treat me and stop the pleasing and and stop being codependent, needing everyone to like me. It really changes everything, right? When we just raise our standard and we stop tolerating, you know, what doesn't feel good and we make space, we make space for such sweet sweet gifts. So I just feel like turning 40 was a good thing for me. I feel like I'm more and more myself. Thank goodness, because boy, is it exhausting to try to be liked and all the things that for so long I did probably just as a way of surviving, you know, growing up. I also want to tell you that the Arrive Summit is coming up and it's going to be amazing. And because I really want you to come, this weekend, between now and Sunday, we're doing a buy one, get one free. So you can go to kathyheller.com slash arrive and you and a friend can come to the Arrive Summit for two days. Two days. That's an incredible deal. Two for one tickets. You guys can come join me live at the Marriott in Beverly Hills for two days. It's just going to be awesome. It's going to be two days of figuring out how to really arrive home to yourself and how do you arrive at the next level? How do you level up, break through your upper limit, break through whatever's in the way and figure out how to monetize the thing that you love to do? How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? We are going to be going through that for two days. It's going to be so fun the fun that you're going to have and the breakthrough and the healing. It's going to be amazing. I guarantee you'll leave and say it was life-changing. Go to kathyheller.com slash arrive and get your tickets. It's buy one, get one free till Sunday. And this is a great flash sale opportunity. So if you do buy one, get one free, just email us the name of the person who you're bringing with you so we can have, have that person on the list. Okay. So today's call, I'm sharing with you a coaching call I did recently. And it's, it's a couple of topics that I really want to address. You know, so often I see people putting these limits on themselves and we're all guilty of it. We have these inner thoughts and beliefs that make us say, I'm not ready. Or who am I to do this? We create all of these excuses that get us stuck and tell us that we're small and we're not. And it takes being messy. It takes getting into that imperfect action so we can break 
through and we can set a new set of beliefs and find new evidence that things are possible. So a lot of truth bombs in here, I hope you'll find. I think you're going to get fired up to raise your ceiling. So let's dive in. Hey guys. So I know that a lot of people are going through some internal struggle. So how many of you know a book? It's called The Big Leap. Such a good book. It's written by a man named Gay Hendricks. And um, I want to share this with you because one of the big, big pieces here is that I want to help you break through your upper limit. And everybody has an upper limit. Everybody. At any point in your life, at any point, no matter where you're at, there's a ceiling. There's a ceiling in which you believe this is how much you're capable of. This is how much is possible. This is how much money is available to you. This is how much love you're willing to receive. See, we, we create a vessel, right? So if I have a vessel this big, I can have this much water. And so we create in ourself, we create in ourself a vessel for how much love. How many, how many people do you know in your life who they have a really hard time receiving? Like um, if you go out to dinner, they refuse to let you pay. And even if you go to like pour them a drink, they're like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. It's like there's something there with like taking in. And if you give them a compliment, they almost look at you like you did something rude. Like, why would you say that? That's not true. Or It's very interesting, right? There's a certain level where we sometimes have a ceiling. And I want you to think about that for a second because it's huge. And in The Big Leap, he talks about breaking through your upper limit, breaking through your upper limit. And so what winds up happening is your ceiling becomes your floor. And now, woof, now there's more space. There's more possibility for how much joy. There's more possibility for how much income. There's more possibility for how much you can achieve. You can show up. One of the things he talks about also in the book, at the end of the day, there's like one truth and a lot of different people find different ways of, of expressing it. But in the book, The Big Leap, he talks about how there's your zone of excellence and your zone of genius. And the sad thing, and this is like based on research, is that the majority of people, like the great vast majority of humans, they don't play in their zone of genius. And they don't even play in their zone of excellence. So what he says is there's a zone of competence, okay, below your zone of excellence. That's where you do things you're pretty good at it. And people tell you like, you're good at it. And you're like, all right. And you like, just do it. You do it. And you never kind of break through to that next place where you're doing something you're excellent at. You're not just capable of it, but you're excellent at it. There's a lot of times where people build other people's dreams. Maybe um, you wanted to be a songwriter, but there's a lot of stuff in your head that's keeping you from taking massive action. And so you're not working on your craft. You're not making the right moves. You're not reaching out to the right people, but your dad owns a insurance company and you're, you're, you're competent at it. And you wind up doing that for 44 years, right? That's your zone of competence. Then there's other times where you might break through that and you do a zone of excellence. Maybe you become like the director of the region. You're excellent. You're excellent at it, you know? Excellent. And that's actually really dangerous because when we're in our zone of excellence, people will compliment you and they'll be like, that's awesome. Like, way to go. Like, that's so cool that you can do that. But there's a difference between our zone of excellence and our zone of genius, right? 
when we see LeBron James, when we see Jordan, I, I feel bad saying Kobe because it's been like really tough, but you see certain people play basketball. There's no doubt this is what this person is genius at. And I believe that everyone has Michael Jordan level talent at something. Absolutely. For some people, it's knowing how to connect people. For some people, it's um, the ability to listen in a way where they are the most masterful, empathetic mediator or therapist or fill in the blank. For some people, they do it with art, ceramics. For some people, they do it with writing, screenwriting. I mean, there's just a level at which certain people you're like, dude, that's, it's, it's something, something's going on. I heard Tom Petty once talking about playing guitar and he said, there's a point every night when I go on stage where I don't even know that I'm playing guitar anymore. I'm just sort of like, something's happening. It's just, it's just happening. It's beyond me. I don't even understand it. It's something else. When we're doing this thing that's our zone of genius, it's kind of like if God was the author, we just feel like the pen and like something's flowing through you, right? You're just channeling something. And it feels so good because you feel this feeling of the infinite. You feel you're touching divinity in some way because you can't even understand why or how. And you can't even. All you know is when you do that thing, it's magic, right? That's it. That's the stuff right there. So in The Big Leap, he talks about how we can't afford to play in our zone of excellence. We can't afford it because our soul is dying to play in our zone of genius. And so we need to break through our upper limit. What I'm doing, and, and you know, so for me, I had a success with sync licensing for 10 years. And then thankfully, I knew there was another level for me. You know, it gets to a point with all of us when I think we're doing something and we're like, I got, yeah, I'm good at this. Yeah, people tell me, but like, I know there's even more in me. And I want to like keep taking out different keys to figure out what's going to unlock what door. And eventually, I started my podcast. And for me, it, I don't know, once I started speaking and touring and filling rooms of like a thousand, two thousand, and the podcast grew from a million downloads to three million to fifteen million. I was like, oh, I'm I'm really supposed to be helping people break through their upper limit. So I feel so unrelenting about making sure that people show up in this life so that you don't walk into your eighty fifth birthday and feel like you left it on the floor, you know, like you, you brought it and the world got a taste of it. That's my personal mission statement. So I'm, I'm very passionate about helping people to get into their zone of genius because it feels so good. And it's kind of a win-win because it's, it's kind of my thing, right? My thing is doing that. And then it's like win-win and you get to do more of that. So that's a big part of what we're doing in this program. And like I said yesterday, it's amazing to me how distracted we get from our life, from our zone of genius, from who we're longing to be. And we fill our days, days with this scrolling, filling our days with scrolling, Netflix. We're so distracted from who we want to become. What else is there? Why are we here if it's not to wake up and be who we were created to be and be in that feeling, right? We talked about Jordan. We talked about Tom Petty playing guitar. Like how on earth are we not spending at least a couple hours of the 24 on that every day? How are we not spending eight hours doing that every day? I don't know. We're so distracted. 
but it's not just distraction. It's the garbage that's in here because I want you to write something down for me. Okay. Thoughts are not facts. Thoughts are not facts. Okay. And what happens is we have that ceiling. Remember I told you, and people go, what she mean? I don't have a ceiling. Oh yes, you do. Like we are living in a different reality all the time based on what's our ceiling, what's our floor, who understands what I'm saying. Okay. So this stuff, the thoughts, right? They're not facts, but the more you repeat something to yourself, you start carving out a world in there. This is who I'm capable of. This is what's possible. This is what the world is like. This is what is, is reality. And you live inside that box. And so one of the things that I am determined to do is to paint a new picture for you because you're only going to move into action when you start to see a new possibility. I want to tell you something. We reach for the highest branch we can see. Yes, we do. That's what's going on in the world that we're creating with our thoughts. Okay. So the thoughts, the things that we see, the things that we tell ourselves are possible. If you're not aware that your thoughts are not facts, so your body will receive your thoughts as facts. So if you just keep telling yourself, that's not possible, that is possible, that's reality, that's not reality, this is right. And then you talk about yourself and I don't have the ability to do this and I don't have the resources to do this and I will never be this and I'm here. They're out there and those might be lucky and those might be weird because that's not realistic, but the reality is only this and about me, oh yeah, I'm only capable of this. And we draw this tiny little box, okay? And then you're not an idiot. You'll only reach for the highest branch that you can see. So what I'm hoping is that Every single time you turn around, you see a new reality. You see somebody who's doing it. Whoa, new reality, new possibility. Now my ceiling isn't here. My ceiling is now I can reach, right? Okay, before we keep going, we're going to thank our sponsor. When you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? What about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to create your short list of applicants fast. Also, add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicant's abilities. Their library of more than 50 skills tests ranges from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. As someone who runs several businesses, I always want to know that I'm getting the best fit before I hire someone. And thankfully, there are services like Indeed to give you the smart tools to make these hiring decisions quickly and be confident that you're making the right hire to your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash DreamJob and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's indeed.com slash dream job. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. I want to actually tell you something really inspiring, super crazy that just happened. Maybe I'll tell you that first. Okay. Let me tell you something super crazy. So, you know, I'm doing this program called made to do this. It's awesome. The point is I was prepping for one of our sessions the other day and the whole session was about how it's so important just to move into action, right? And how everybody is afraid to move into action because we don't know, okay? We don't know what to do. We don't know if it's good enough. We don't have the idea. We don't have clarity. Who's with me? Who's with me? Okay, so here's the thing about it. 
no one knows. No one really knows what they're doing. Okay. And so I was doing this whole thing where I was showing, I was prepping examples of that. And I found an early Picasso painting and it's just amazing to see how much he grew in his life. Like he didn't start out with a Picasso-y type of painting. He started out with this very traditional kind of painting. And it's just amazing. And then I showed them the earliest example of The Simpsons. Who remembers what The Simpsons is from? The Simpsons was initially an interstitial on The Tracy Ullman Show. Go home! Go home! Who remembers watching that when they were seven? Me. In any case, we talked about the first um, interstitial of Tracy Ullman's Simpsons, and that's where it began, but they didn't know it was going to be a thing, okay? And then it got picked up as a mid-season replacement. Do you remember that Yardley talked about this? And they thought that it would never last. (laughs) Famous last words. And I said to her, why does the show work so well? And she said, because they thought it would never last. So the writers asked the network, no notes, just let us write for ourselves. And they were like, oh, fine. We won't give you notes because you're going to be on for six minutes, except they were on for 33 years. And we talked about the beginnings of that. Okay. We just talked about like how different, if you go back on YouTube, do it, go to YouTube and watch, type in first Simpsons short, Tracy Ullman. The, the characters look different. So weird. And the characters are different. Like Homer is like the most lovable you know, crazy fumbling buffoon, but he's not in that. He's a little different. And Maggie looks a little bit like an alien. It's cool. You should go back and watch it because the point is that we begin wherever we are and we don't know what we're building and we're building the engine while we're flying the plane. And as we have the courage, here's the thing, you guys, you don't have to be the one and only, you don't have to be the hero, the Messiah, the one who like someone taps you and goes, you can be it. You can post something. You can publish something. You can make a thing. No, You just have to be available. It's like a taxi light. The light's either on or it's off, okay? And if the light is on, you're like, hey, world, hi, I'm available. No, I don't know everything, but I want to help. I want to add to the conversation. I want to make it a little bit juicier and better if I can. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm available. I'm available. Hands up if you're available. Hands up if you can muster being available. And now here's the next thing. So good. How many of you like Bob Goff? How many of you know who he is? He's an amazing human. He's going to be on the show soon, so stay tuned for his episode. It's so good. And we were talking the other day, and he said to me, Kathy, have you seen We Bought a Zoo? How many people have seen We Bought a Zoo? In that movie, this is so beautiful. The point of the movie is all you need is 20 seconds of pure courage. 20 seconds. That's it. Everybody can muster 20 seconds of courage, 20 seconds of courage to post the thing, 20 seconds of courage to text the person back to the person that you haven't texted back in eight years who you need to have that hard conversation with 20 seconds of courage to fill in the blank. That's it. We need 20 seconds of courage. So we make things that are messy. We don't know what we're making and all the people like you should, you should Google early photo of Bobby Brown and you'll see her like doing makeup. And did she know she would eventually make the makeup? No, that's the thing, you guys. You build the thing while you're doing the thing. You don't know what you're doing. Go back and watch the earliest video of Gary Vee because it's so worth watching. This is what I'm saying. And one day someone will go back and watch this and be like, look, look how, oh, look, she just didn't know. Look what what she did and probably... Um, okay. So I want to tell you something so crazy that was happening. So while I was prepping for this class, I was looking at other things that were like beginnings and do you know what else I found? 
Mr. Seth Godin, I decided to go back and look at his oldest blog post. Now, by the way, for those of you who don't know, he's such the most famous blogger that like if you just type Seth, just the word Seth into Google, then his blog comes up. Anyway, he's amazing. So I go back and let me read you his oldest blog from January 15, 2002. I was stranded today. I had to spend hours in Nyack just over the border from New Jersey, so I shopped. Actually, I tried to shop, but I failed. I spent two hours at the mall, and it was boring. By the way, the blog post is called Boring. Having done most of my shopping online lately, I nearly forgotten how boring it is. Every merchant alive needs to read Paco Underhill's book, Why We Buy. The only store I saw that didn't bore me was the new Apple store. If you haven't been there, it's worth a visit. Sure, it will, it will be boring soon, too. That's because our tastes evolve faster than retailers allow their stores to. That was his first post that was literally called boring in 2002. And then I was like, oh, I'm just curious. What's his most recent post? Are you ready to have your jaw drop on the ground? His most recent blog post set is called Toward Perfect from February 15, 2020. And it says, draw a perfect circle, use a compass or a plotter. Now zoom in. If you zoom in close enough, you'll discover that it's not a perfect circle at all. In fact, anything we create at close enough magnification is not perfect. It's foolish to wait until you've made something that's perfect because you never will. The alternative is to continue to move toward your imaginary ideal, shipping as you iterate. Getting better is the path to better. This is what I'm saying. And you know what happens when you start and give yourself permission to make mediocre, messy things? The brilliant stuff slips through. It just winds up slipping through. It's about having the courage. The good news is that the universe doesn't care about ready. The universe responds to brave. So when you walk in and you're brave and you open your mouth, you'll be amazed, especially when you're not by yourself. When you're in a room with other people, there's a synergy that happens and ideas start to come out of you and you start to improvise and you do have good ideas and you won't believe what happens. Things start to come out. It's amazing what's possible right now. There's no good excuse why we can't be taking our seat at the table, taking a stake, putting it in the ground and saying, no, 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 this is the year. I'm done with the excuses. I'm done with the small thinking. I'm done with it. And I'm doing this. And when we are resourceful, we'll find a way. And everything is, when it comes to money, money is just value that's exchanged for value. So I would think to myself, is there anything I can do right now in my world where I can give value to equal $259 a month? Can I be tutoring? Can I be babysitting just to pay for this? Is there any value I could extract to give to anyone so that I could get back value? And if you were honest with yourself, you'd be like, God, there's a lot of things that I could do just three times a month and make a couple hundred bucks, whether it's tutoring, babysitting, if it's driving an Uber three nights, there's so many ways to do things like this. Like, is there anything that you could do to exchange value so that you have this value and that you can then not have any more excuses, right? When we want to do something, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And also be honest with yourself. There's another group of people who are not hurting as much as I was when I was in high school, as, as much as I was when I was in college and I was scraping by. I had four jobs when I was in college just to pay for school, a public school. So I made it happen. So what? You know, one of the beautiful things about having my, my mom in and out of a mental institution when I was a kid and my dad left is that I wasn't expecting it to be easy and I got really good at being resourceful. And that is the greatest resource is get resourceful, get resourceful, figure it out. And there's, there's people who you're saying you don't have the money, but for some people, it's not that. 
For some people, the, the real thing is it's not a priority. Or for some people is I don't really believe it. And therefore my ceiling is here and I can't get out of it. And I'm going to spend the next 10 months of 2020 with the ceiling, which means I'll be there in 2021, which means look five years in the future. Picture yourself at 2025, five years from now. And it's the same thing. You're not in your zone of genius. You're frustrated. You're still making the same money. You're still in your zone of excellence or your zone of competence. And how does that affect you? How does that affect your health? How does that affect your relationships? How does that feel? And here's the thing, because now that I live the life I live where every day I'm like, I don't even know what's next. I'm just going for it. I'm looking to push myself every day because now I'm, I'm addicted to getting out of my upper limit. Wherever it is, I'm like, let's go. If it's like, show up for this person, it's like, get out of your upper limit, Kath. Go do that, which is really scary. Whatever it is for me that shows up, I'm like, crush it. Like, I want the next level. I'm obsessed with it now. Obsessed. So for me, it's like I look at that and I think of you 2025, you're in the same place. And I think, who will you have not gotten to meet? What experiences will you have missed out on because you stayed in that place? It's just so awful. Or, or I think, what's the opposite, right? Let's say you push out of that. You start to change this. You start to reach for a higher branch. You start to do things. You start to do things that are messy. You're scared, but you do it anyway. Things start to happen. There's some momentum. You get a little bit of, you get a little bit of traction. Oh my God, you just broke through. Oh my God, now you're the one helping other people. Oh my gosh, now you're quitting your job. And that's, by the way, what I teach people is build the bridge before you just leap. But I think to myself, imagine if you did those things, where would you be in 2025? And then maybe it doesn't stop there. Maybe like me, you think that that's that next ceiling, but then you do that for a few years and this other thing breaks open and it leads you to, I don't know, it led me to this. I don't know where it's leading me next, but I just keep showing up and saying I'm available. I might not be the smartest. I might not be the most ready, but I'm available. I'm available for that next level, no matter what it's going to take. You understand what I'm saying? But I do want to say to you, no matter what, like, this life is such a gift and we can't play in our zone of confidence. We got to play in our zone of genius and we got to break through this ceiling. I want this ceiling this year, 2020 to become your floor. And I want you to move up levels and worlds. And I want you to vibrate on a higher level. It's all just fear and it's all conditioning. Thoughts are not facts. Just because you think it does not make it true. You know what the real win is? It's not the amount of money you make. It's not the Ted Baker shirts that you can buy. It's not the fill in the blank. It's the breaking through your crap. It's the breaking through your upper limit. It's the breaking through the ceiling of this is all I'm capable of. It's the breaking through the ceiling of like, no, this is all the love that's possible for me to receive. It's the breaking through the garbage of like, oh, you know, this is what the real world is actually like. Whatever that stuff is, this thing, we got to get in there with some tools and like re rewire because we create these worlds and we live inside of them. And then we're like, no, that's the world. That's the reality. Like you could sit next to three people and you're all in a different universe because everyone sees it differently. Some people are living in this place of like optimism and wonder and their upper limit is here, all the way up here. Some people's upper limit is here and look what they tolerate. Look what they tolerate from themselves, from their relationships, from the world. No, no, we got to change it up. And you know how that happens? By doing the things that are scary. You know how much... See, here's the juiciness. My friend, Kara, she says to me, oh my God, this is so fun. 
oh my God. I go, what's fun? I'm having anxiety. She goes, the fun is that whenever you notice your stuff coming up, you get to have a breakthrough. Look what's here for you. And I was like, Kara, do you understand that you love your own stuff? She goes, oh my God. Cause if I find a thing, that's my thing. I go, I can break through another upper limit, another piece of BS. I can break through it. How exciting is it to get to the other side of the suffering? Can we end the suffering, please? The thing is, you guys, that pain is inevitable all through life. That's part of the human experience. No one gets out of that. But do you know what's optional? Suffering. Suffering is optional. Pain, inevitable. Things hurt sometimes. Things suck sometimes. There's grief sometimes. It hurts. Pain. A lot of it, suffering, we, we get to control that part. We get to control that part. And sometimes we are suffering for so much longer. The pain is actually in the past and we're holding on because of the way we then create coping mechanisms, survival strategies to keep ourselves small and to keep ourselves from avoiding pain. So we go right smack into it. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, every time I like see a thing that I can grow from, I'm like, get me at it. Do you know what I mean? So what I'm trying to say is that's the win is like, make the messy thing, post the scary podcast, do the things, call the person, do your Etsy, blah, blah, blah. It's not because of the money you might make. Cause that could be pretty darn awesome. I have to say, this is a real house. It's not woo woo. It's really made of wood and whatever houses are made of. And I really did buy it. And I really was able to pay this mortgage by myself. That's real. That's like tangible, but it's not that even though it's really nice. It's the spiritual thing in here that we get to break through whatever. You know what I mean? And I hope you're going to get a new a new set of tapes in here, okay? And you're going to see a higher branch to reach for. And you're going to start to go, oh, I have new thoughts which show me a new ceiling and therefore I'm going to take new action and I'm going to start to see something new that I'm capable of, right? And when you're brave and you're not ready and you do it anyway, and you start a podcast in your closet or you start writing music and you book that co-write and you feel stupid or you send that email and you're not ready, but you do it anyway and you make a relationship, there's momentum and you go, oh my God, I broke through my upper limit. Maybe I could do that again. The person was actually not mean. They were kind of nice to me. Oh my God, now I got a piece of information. Now I have a little bit of a contact. Maybe I could do it again. Oh my God, this person just told me that they need to ride to the airport. Maybe I could be the one. Maybe I could do that for them. And I could learn something about them while I'm driving. Like, it's like when you are available and you are ambitious, the opportunity is going to rain all over you. That's what's going to happen. So when you're available and ambitious, opportunity will come. So you just got to be available. Like it's like when there's a taxi, the lights on or it's off, just leave the light on. You're available. Takes, takes courage, be available and ambitious and amazing things happen. Thank you guys for watching and listening. I had fun with you as always. You literally are the best people and you, you make me feel so happy, legit, every day. All right, I hope that this sparks something, whether it's a new thought, a new breakthrough. Here are the takeaways. Number one, life is a gift. You can't afford to play in your zone of excellence. Your soul is dying to play in your zone of genius. Number two, thoughts are not facts. And just because you think it does not mean it's true. Number three, we reach for the highest branch we can see that's possible. Number four, when you give yourself permission to make mediocre things, the brilliant stuff slips through. Number five, getting better is the path to better. Number six, the universe doesn't care about ready, 
The universe responds to brave. Number seven, have fun noticing your stuff. It means a breakthrough is coming. And number eight, when you're available and ambitious, the opportunities rain down upon you. All right, let's celebrate your wins. So Edith said in our Facebook group, I did it. After listening to Kathy's show for over a year, I finally left my comfy salary position of nine years and found a part-time gig to pay the bills and have been growing my business for about a year now. I just released my own podcast. Eek! I was so worried about not making money, but once I took action and stepped into what I love doing along with what I'm skilled in, it's become a success. I'm a licensed therapist and having struggled with my own depression and anxiety post losing my sister and dad, I had to step into making meaningful work that made me feel alive again. So I started hosting healing retreats for women and sold out my first retreat I planned in Bali. It's doable. I would never have thought now I'm working on my next retreat in Spain. To anyone worried about how you'll make an income, have a plan Keep a side gig that'll pay your basic needs and then just have faith and leap. I'm more than happy to share how I did this with anyone who is interested. I'll share a bit about this too on my podcast. So far, I have three episodes up and it just got approved on iTunes with love. Eat it. Eat it. You're amazing. I can't even put into words how amazing you are. I am so, so, so sorry that you went through such terrible losses. That is something no one should ever have to endure. And now... You're turning all of that pain into something so beautiful. You're helping others with their own healing. This work is so needed in the world. I'm so proud of what you're building and how far you've already come. I have no doubt you're going to just keep soaring. You guys go give Edith some love. Her podcast is called Therapeutic Life Healing, and you can listen to her episodes now on Apple Podcasts. All right, here's another win. Felicia posted in her Facebook group and she said, around a year ago, while I was venturing down the entrepreneurial path, I couldn't stand working for someone else any longer. Having a nine to five isn't friendly to those who have mental health issues. I came across this community because the courses I was taking said to go join groups. So I joined, but didn't do anything or even bother looking at what this community was about. I went through the motions, got everything set up, finished my courses, then hit a wall and stalled out completely. My business sat stagnant. Not one dollar was made for a year. I had no desire to continue pursuing it. So back to nine to five, I went still riddled with anxiety, constantly battling panic attacks while I worked a terrible customer service job. I needed some change ASAP before I broke. Then I started listening to don't keep your day job on audible a couple of weeks ago. I was hooked and hanging on every word and did the journaling at the end of the chapters. It made me face something I was so desperately trying to avoid. Once I hit chapter four and Kathy uttered, your mess is your message. An explosion of inspiration flooded over me. So with a new sense of direction, following what felt right, lots and lots of tears, a blog was born. I'm putting myself out there in a way I would never have imagined with this hope I want to deliver a new career in the fiber world with my story and my message to other people who are grieving and dealing with the anxiety that comes from it. With this, another opportunity presented itself. I managed to connect with an old coworker who now manages a yarn store, and they've invited me to come start a paid teaching gig for crochet classes. So even though I haven't been very active in this community, I would not be doing this today without her book and everything I've read here since picking up the book. And I want to thank you all for just existing. Felicia, I am so moved by this. Thank you so much for the support and sharing your honest, sweet journey. It lights me up to know that one simple message could make all this difference and that it's really just the beginning. I'm so excited to see you grow and find your place in the world where you can serve as your highest self. So please, please keep me posted. If you guys have a win you want to celebrate here, post it in the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group or DM me on Instagram at Kathy.Heller. Kathy's with a C. 
I just can't thank you enough for listening. I know you have a bajillion things you could be doing with your time. It means the world to me that you're here and you're listening to this show, that you're supporting us. Please come hang out with me on Instagram at Kathy.Heller. I'm going live there. I'm having fun with you guys. We have so many more awesome episodes coming up. So make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And if you heard something in this episode that made you say, yeah, oh my God, I never thought of things that way, then tell a friend about it right now. Share the show with a friend. Let them know how it's changing the way you're believing things or seeing things. Let's keep raising the vibration and creating a movement of people who are going to break through their upper limit. Don't forget, go to the flash sale, kathyheller.com slash arrive. Get your buy one, get one free ticket for arrive and email us to let us know who you're bringing with you so we can put that person on the list. Also, I'm going to be going live every single week now on Instagram. So go get your book because I'll be talking about the book and we'll do a little book club together once a week. So get your book and we'll start doing that in March and I'll be there to answer questions and get to know you guys. It'll be super, super fun. Also, I have two more spots available for the Glow Retreat and I'm giving away two 50% scholarships because we looked at the calendar for this year and we realized this is the last Glow Retreat we're going to do for about a year. So if you want to be a part of this, come and DM me on Instagram and I will do my best. First come, first serve. I will do my best to get you in. And I might even add a couple spots because we're not going to be doing it for a while. I love you guys. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you Monday.